Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Fabrication Friday podcast. I'm your host, Joe Fairley, certified prosthetist, 3D printing enthusiast, and owner of Ascent Fabrication. Fabrication Friday is an all-around fun time where I talk about 3D printing applications, conduct interviews with industry leaders, and much more. Come join us every Friday for an informational discussion around the evolution of the additive manufacturing field and how we utilize various digital workflows and 3D printing methods in our daily work at Ascent Fabrication. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fabrication Friday podcast. I'm your host, Joe Fairley. Uh, just got me this week, so we're going to be kind of going over um, a little bit about what Ascent Fabrication has been up to the past couple weeks. Um, haven't put out a lot on social media over the last two weeks uh, because we've been traveling around quite a bit. Um, so in the beginning of September here, uh, we were at the AOPA conference, the American Orthotic and Prosthetic Association conference um, in Indianapolis, Indiana. Great conference. Um, honestly, there were, uh, I think, digital workflows and 3D printing kind of stole the show as far as um, the exhibitors go. And also, you know, really getting into quite a few talks um, that were actually, you know, going on at the event the entire week, um, you know, which is which is interesting to see, you know, some of the new players coming into the field um, over the last year or even two years. Um, you know, Ascent Fabrication is also only two and a half years old now, but uh, we're seeing a lot more, um, you know, clinicians actually taking advantage of the benefits of the digital workflow. And so, you know, benefits being, you know, you can work a little bit more efficiently with uh, maybe less staff and um, have probably a little bit quicker turnaround time in some cases uh, with some uh, possibly lower material and overhead costs than, you know, having a, quite a few technicians that are very skilled at their craft. Um, you know, we're kind of seeing this technician role change just a little bit in the field. You're seeing more and more uh, biomedical engineers and uh, mechanical engineers, you know, getting into the field of prosthetics and orthotics, uh, mainly because they have more background in the digital workspace. So working in CAD, um, working with slicer programs, you know, they might already have some 3D printing experience. So Kind of saw that uh, sort of evolve, you know, within uh, our time at AOPA, we had, um, you know, a, a great experience showing um, what we're doing at Ascent Fabrication in prosthetics and orthotics. Uh, thank you very much to the folks over at Comb, uh, C-O-M-B, Comb Scan. That's the iPhone app from an iPhone 10 or newer um, that is built specifically for the prosthetics and orthotics industry. Uh, we've had great success with it ourselves, um, actually scanning over patients' limbs, um, as well as scanning the inside of casts or um, sockets as well. So all very, very doable with comb down to one to two millimeters of accuracy, you know, plenty much for what we need here in the prosthetics orthotics industry for most applications. Um, so thank you to comb for kind of hosting me there at their table, uh, Jonathan Naft, Alex Goodman, those guys over there are great. Uh, and we greatly appreciate that time over there. You know, again, getting around to seeing some of the digital things that were going on, some digital technicians that uh, were over at the Bionic Prosthetics Orthotics Group, 
Um, you know, they have a lot of 3D printing going on over there in their clinic in the Indiana and Midwest region and expanding, um, you know, quite rapidly here. So, you know, seeing all the different 3D printing companies there, I mean, we saw on the high end of things, HPMJF was there. Um, you know, we had Form Labs SLS represented. And they had actually one of their fuse printers on the floor, which was pretty nice to see. Um, you had uh, Mosaic Manufacturing, Mitch Deborah, you know, over there with the array system it was really cool to see finally in person for myself. Um, you know, and uh, I'm probably missing a couple others. Obviously, Filament Innovations was there. You know, Mike Gorski um, had his new Icarus on display, uh, just pumping out sockets left and right in about an hour and a half, you know, for his uh, one below the knee uh, prosthetic socket that he has on on repeat there. Um, so, you know, a lot of actual 3D printers were, were present at the event. Uh, PVA Med as well, you know, had their new Emergence Pro 3D printer there. Um, and, you know, it was nice to see that a lot more companies are are, are really asking the right questions, getting into the field of, you know, how do we go about implementing these digital workflows in the most effective ways, in ways that clinicians want to see it being implemented. Um, so that's, that's very refreshing from the software side of things as well um, to see that, you know, we're really trying to focus in on how can we truly be efficient about providing prosthetic and orthotic care um, in different and more innovative ways um, for the patients that we see. So that was really, really cool to get that experience at AOPA. Um, then the following week, uh, you know, we were uh, out in Charleston, South Carolina with Ben Jamison from Jamison Prosthetics. Uh, Ben's got a cool thing going on down there in Charleston. He's got his own clinic, uh, you know, sole, sole clinician out there. And we were working with Ben during our in-house um, training session. So over the course of two days, uh, we kind of go through from start to finish 3D scanning, clinical digital modifications and whatever software that you want to use. Um, we'll actually give demonstrations of several of the softwares that are out there for you um, and then go through some de device design. So we use Autodesk Mesh Mixer for 95% of what we design for these organically, uh, organic shapes. Um, you know, so thinking about uh, limbs that we're scanning, you know, those custom shapes. It, uh, Mesh Mixer works really, really well with um, the workflows that we've developed at Ascent Fab, and uh, it's it just works, you know, for, for FDM printing. Uh, there are a lot of applications for FDM printing, you know, in terms of the the lower cost of some materials, some faster turnaround times, you know, than than going MJF. Um, so we were working with Ben there in Charleston with two Artillery Sidewinder X2s. Um, the Artillery Sidewinder we've seen as the kind of best out of the box. Um, don't really have to modify the printer uh, really at all. Um, you know, right out of the box, we've, we've had it printing some prosthetic covers, flexible inner sockets, PETG test sockets, um, getting into more polypropylene applications with sockets and lower extremity orthotics on the pediatric side and adult. It's got a really, really big build volume, 300 by 300 by 400, um, you know, and just really nice and kind of intuitive to use. So 
we were rolling, uh, you know, very early on with, uh, with Ben and had a great time, you know, teaching him how to go through that entire process, start to finish to where he wants to be. Um, we were printing out a foam flex air flexible inner socket using the color fab vario shore filament, um, where we have integrated cushions around bony anatomy for, uh, below the knee could be above the knee as well. Um, prosthetic patients, or just otherwise around, you know, bony anatomy in general could be lower extremity inner boots that has, you know, cushions around the malleoli, you know, building up on that model slightly in mesh mixer and then utilizing slicing techniques um, to have a nice, you know, cushion in there is really, um, you know, pretty, pretty streamlined and easy to accomplish. So um, had a great time with Ben, um, you know, would, we're going to be working with Ben from here on out in terms of continuing on his education in how to do some of these design steps and designing new and different devices that he's going to want to do. So we include uh, in this training, um, we have kind of a monthly support package where you get two hours of video calls per month um, and then unlimited calls, text, emails, you know, whatever you need at whatever time you need. Uh, give us a call at Ascent Fab and reach out and ask about, you know, something that's going on uh, with your printer. So, you know, we are building our team at Ascent Fab currently. Uh, we've got uh, Spencer, the uh, 3D printing technician um, uh, that's on site and actually doing some 3D printing and learning more about these machines so that he can help me, uh, you know, go out and do some of these trainings and, you know, work with the on the support side of things. So if clinicians call, um, Spencer will also be a point of contact there, which is great. Um, we've got uh, one student actually out in the U University of Washington, uh, student in prosthetics and orthotics, uh, Matt Buletti. Matt has been doing a wonderful job with us recently, um, designing a lot of our prosthetic covers. Um, I will say that our prosthetic covers have come a long way uh, in the last uh, six months, really. Uh, we've learned a lot about you know, how to really fine tune some of these little nuances with different scanners, um, you know, different tolerances with different materials and trying to get something that is, you know, very organically shaped, the mirror image of someone's sound limb, and then interfacing that with a prosthesis. So um, for those customers that have been working with us on the, on the prosthetic covers, thank you very much for your support and feedback. You know, we've been, um, you know, very, very, uh, you know, closely working with you to try to make these better. And I do think they are getting to be very nice and streamlined now. So kudos to Matt for working hard on that. Um, you might notice that we have a new, I can't point in the right direction here, Ascent Fabrication logo. Um, so the new logo was inspired, um, you know, out of the uh, kind of evolution of, of Ascent Fabrication and where we're headed. So getting more into um, a contract manufacturing space uh, with different industries, as well as, um, you know, being very, very involved in the prosthetics orthotics industry. Uh, I felt it was time to uh, kind of revamp things a little bit. You'll see that the website is completely redone. Um, there will be more updates to the website coming soon with more uh, testimonials from some of our customers, as well as some patients and uh, these demonstrations of pictures and videos of some of the, you know, prints that we're doing and how they're working on patients. So look out for that pretty soon. Um, 
you know, also with a scent fab that just arrived this week, I am totally stoked about. Um, we have the black belt uh, conveyor belt 3D printer that has now landed in the U.S. coming from Belgium. Um, you know, thank you very much to Peter and Iris from OMD 3D uh, slash black belt. Um, you know, they represent and actually custom manufacture these black belt 3D printers um, in Belgium. And they have mine set up as um, an extra wide build volume. So it's 525, 525 in basically X and Y, you know, kind of flipping the Z, call the Z the, uh, the bed itself, um, because you have kind of infinite, um, you know, printing in that direction. And uh, we've got dual extrusion. So kind of neat, you know, we could either do IDEX, uh, you know, dual extrusion, independent dual extrusion, where we are printing, you know, two different uh, prints, like uh, say photo orthotics um, side by side, you're probably spitting out 10 to 12 pairs of those a day um, in just a couple hours per print per photo orthotic um, or printing in a more production level status. You know, we are going to be doing kind of more serial production of some parts for a couple of our local customers here in the upstate New York region. Um, and, you know, really getting into like figuring out what other applications we could have for the black belt. Um, you know, one instance that uh, we've kind of been pretty interested in here recently is printing flooring. Um, so printing very, very long parts, right, is kind of one of those other, you know, fortes of the black belt. So pretty excited to get that installed. We've got Peter and Iris actually with me uh, coming this Monday on site to help with that install. Um, and we're going to be putting together a nice unboxing manual for our other customers here in the United States and uh, in North America, really, for the Black Belt. Um, so looking forward to uh, pushing that out. We've got uh, quite a few uh, interested parties in the Black Belt. And, you know, we can actually print parts for you before you purchase a Black Belt from us. So if you're looking for your specific um, parts to be verified that, you know, the black belt's the best printer for that job. Uh, we'll work with you and, uh, you know, get your part printed before you, um, you know, commit to a machine. So looking forward to seeing what that black belt can do. Um, you might also notice that, uh, you know, over the last couple of days, I have uh, introduced a, a new prosthetics clinic that I have started under the umbrella of Ascent Fabrication. So Amplify Prosthetics um, is, is our, our new clinic um, right out of the same location. And uh, we're looking to expand you know, into some more office space here as well soon, uh, still in downtown Saratoga Springs, New York. So Amplify Prosthetics, you know, I really wanted to touch on kind of why uh, why I'd want to start a clinic, why, you know, I kind of want to think about, um, you know, providing care in a, a very different way for prosthetic patients specifically. So we are just solely prosthetic oriented at uh, Amplify Prosthetics. Um, and what we're getting into is a, an initiative, we'll call it a pilot program to see how well, um, you know, this could develop in terms of the type of care that we're providing. So direct prosthetic care, coining that term as direct prosthetic care, similarly to the successful um, direct primary care approach, where 
um, you, you go in and you see your primary care doctor and you basically pay a monthly fee to go see that doctor, um, you know, locally to you, obviously, and um, very much more uh, accessible, actually, in most cases. And that primary care doctor wants to spend more time with you in your in your appointment, you know, appointment times lasting up to like an hour, an hour and a half. Um, so that physician, you know, really gets to to know you as a person and understand exactly what your needs are so that they can help um, try to uh, integrate some preventative, you know, medicine in place. Um, so the primary care approach, working off of a kind of monthly payment plan, um, where you then pay, you know, much more reduced cost for any type of like lab fees and, um, you know, other, um, other drug medications that you might need. So in, in that same way of thinking, um, you know, some of the benefits of that obviously are you're not involving insurance companies. So without involving third-party payers, um, I see it as an avenue to provide faster care, to provide more personalized care for someone that might otherwise benefit from a specific prosthetic foot or a prosthetic knee that, you know, otherwise their insurance company for whatever reason won't pay for, uh, whether it's because, you know, the clinician doesn't have all the right justifications for that, whether it was appealed several times and denied by the insurance company because maybe there was a, a, a lesser form of that device that, you know, they could otherwise provide to that patient that the insurance company said that they should be providing um, you know, there's, there's all these different reasons why, um, you know, there's, there's these different hoops that you have to jump through to go through insurance companies. And I think that, you know, there are other ways to doing things, you know, there are other ways to provide this high level of care where we can very intimately work with the patient and, you know, effectively provide the exact prosthesis that they need. Um, you know, at a time line that is drastically less than, you know, going through some traditional means in most cases. So, you know, being able to provide someone a um, below the knee, above the knee, upper extremity prosthesis, finger prosthesis, partial foot prosthesis, um, you know, with at cost componentry. Um, you know, so if I was to go to a distributor and purchase any of my alignable componentry um, or otherwise a prosthetic foot or prosthetic knee, um, you know, in this model, um, I would be passing down those savings, those discounts, you know, however I would get those from distributors uh, directly to the patient. So, you know, they're actually physically paying for their device, um, you know, taking ownership over their device, doing some more research on you know what different prosthetic components they might benefit from themselves as well you know this is all about empowering that patient to take more part in their own care um, and and make sure that they are um, you know providing themselves with the best possible care that they could be receiving as well um, you know working very very closely still with the surgeons um, other physicians, physical therapists, occupational therapists, you know, the circle of care, this holistic approach is still very much ingrained within this idea of direct prosthetic care, um, just without some other hoops of going through insurance companies. So um, if you want to learn a little bit more about how I plan to provide direct prosthetic care uh, to amputees, 
uh, in my region. And if you're hearing this across the nation, I would love to work with you as well. Um, you know, we are very open to uh, having patients come and travel to us, um, you know, working on very specialized cases, whether you're a more of an athlete um, that can't otherwise get those services through your own prosthetic provider. Um, I have a lot of experience in providing running prosthetics. Um, with my uh, background with Ryan Fan down in Savannah, Georgia, you know, he's a Paralympian as well, certified prosthetist and co-founder of Amputee Blade Runners, um, you know, working, working with them a little bit on uh, in the past with uh, providing running prosthetics really gave me that um, great knowledge base to start from. And uh, since then, I provided a couple others as well. So looking to help out some, some runners. Uh, otherwise, if you're not a runner, but you're looking to increase your activity levels, um, you know, we can still provide those high activity prostheses to you through this model that, again, sometimes might, for some reason or whatever, might be um, have some red tape around it that you might not be able to get that from your insurance company, uh, either within an, a reasonable amount of time or if at all, because of some other reason that was um, you know, hung up either on the, the surgeon side of things, physician, or, you know, the clinic side of things, that clinician not having um, all their ducks in a row and the justifications to be able to provide that for you. So uh, we're looking to do this a little bit differently uh, in this pilot program approach. Um, would love to speak with anyone um, who is an amputee that wants to learn more about how uh, they could benefit from our services, again, with it, whether you're in the region of upstate New York, the Northeast, um, or elsewhere in the country. We'd love to work with you to have you travel out and uh, come see us to uh, be able to provide that exact care that you're looking for. So under these plans, uh, there are a few plans that are noted on the AmplifyProsthetics.com website um, for different levels of the kind of amount of care that someone might need, um, whether you're going to be seen once a month, twice a month for kind of regular follow-up, um, you know, or just unlimited amounts with uh, some, maybe some added benefits here too. So working with some physical therapists and working with a local, um, you know, personal trainer to have some of these hourly, monthly, you know, personal training exercises and, um, you know, physical therapy appointments built into this uh, program as well. So we're going to be working very closely with some of our, you know, local partners to, you know, again, provide some, provide some different care for people. And, um, you know, I, I think there, there are a lot of reasons why this approach could do very well, not just here in upstate New York, but elsewhere around the country. So, you know, looking forward to starting that, um, you know, here and getting that rolling. So Amplify Prosthetics, go check that out, um, the new website and uh, reach out to me at joe at amplifyprosthetics.com uh, to learn more about how you can become a patient of ours. Um, so I wanted to also just touch on a couple of housekeeping things here. So we are going to be um, showcasing Ascent Fabrication at the Fuse Hub New York State Innovation Summit uh, here also in Saratoga Springs, New York at the City Center um, October 16th and 17th, uh, Monday, Tuesday, um, and bringing a couple printers over there and, and showing that around. They have kind of a, a pretty neat uh, approach to this kind of convention where they have this commercialization um, 
commercialization competition. So uh, of some of the companies that are displaying some of their innovative work in various, you know, technological industries, um, you know, whether that be in the medical side of things or just electrical software, what have you, um, you know, there's going to be this uh, commercialization competition going on. So I'm excited to learn more a little bit about that um, and just meet some more people in our local area. If you are around in uh, the Northeast, uh, you know, would definitely, you know, welcome you to come visit us at the Innovation Summit. Um, otherwise, you know, on the 17th, I'm planning to have another um, open house for Ascent Fabrication. So uh, definitely going to have some fun there and display some of the 3D printing that we're doing uh, and, and talk with uh, more local people here uh, in terms of how we can start to expand out, you know, our local outreach, um, you know, working with some local colleges, um, high schools to get some of this kind of, you know, education around additive manufacturing into those spaces as well. Um, continuing to build out the brick and mortar side of Ascent Fabrication. So um, being able to walk into our shop at Ascent Fab right here on Broadway in Saratoga Springs and pull off the shelf a spool of filament that you're looking to print yourself at home uh, and you know purchase printers from us. So the Artillery Sidewinder X2, um, we'll have that readily available for purchase. Um, and as well as talking with us about the other uh, couple printers that we support, namely the Filament Innovations Icarus, um, which we have a little brother, the Kratos, which is very, very similar. Um, and then the Black Belt um, Conveyor Belt printer. So really looking forward to connecting with some of you on that. Um, if you're not in the area, but interested to talk with us more about um, what we have going on at the Innovation Summit, um, amplified prosthetics or, you know, otherwise the couple printers and, and some training, um, you know, definitely reach out to me at joe at ascentfab.com by email there uh, to learn more about how we could help you, you know, bring 3D printing into your practice. Um, you know, there really isn't a, a big reason why we shouldn't be using um, additive manufacturing in prosthetic and orthotic clinics now. Um, you know, there are a lot of ways to utilize it that, um, can be very uh, much on the low end, you know, low barrier to entry. Autodesk Mesh Mixer is free. Um, there are free slicers that we use, Prusa Slicer, namely. Um, and then getting into some, you know, lower end, um, you know, desktop level printing like the Artillery Sidewinder at 300 bucks. Um, you know, if you if you go through this training with us, we'll we'll get you up and running. You know, within the first couple hours of um, you know utilizing those softwares and that printer and some of our materials and printer um, or slicer profiles, and make sure that you're really optimized to use this in your clinic immediately. So, um, you know, reach out to us for some more training and support. Uh, we'd love to chat with you in terms of how we can make that work for you, your specific applications in your clinic. Um, also getting into a little bit more silicone 3D printing. So working with uh, RLP Rapid Liquid Print out of Massachusetts, um, we are revamping our custom silicone liner uh, with some very nice uh, advancements and updates to come, namely um, having some fabric added to the outside as well as having um, a locking liner um, option. So that's to come in the in the next few months, um, probably coming out 
uh, with some of those applications in the first quarter of next year. Um, and, and working with a few, you know, clinicians in the meantime to make sure that these processes are completely hushed out. You know, if you, if you are interested in trying out this custom directly 3D printed, you know, silicone liner, we'd love to, you know, work with you on, um, on that side of things. The cushion liners, I mean, they're there, they're, we're working with those already with patients. Um, it's just the applications of the adding a fabric to the outside, as well as um, having a locking liner approach to a custom shape is something that we're working towards. So those are some updates from us at Ascent Fabrication and now Amplify Prosthetics. Um, you know, thank you very much again for everyone uh, listening to the podcast. And if you have any, um, you know, if you're interested in learning about something specific, again, reach out to me. Um, you know, I'd love to hear from our listeners to see what more that they would want to hear. Uh, next week, we'll be bringing back the print of the week and the tech tip of the week. Um, not to say that we haven't been printing over the past few weeks, but just so many things going on, uh, you know, having to focus on a couple different things at once. So uh, those couple um, additions to the podcast will be back next week. Uh, pretty excited to have, um, you know, Color Fab come on next week. So uh, the CEO, Bert uh, from Color Fab, really looking forward to having him on the podcast and learning more about uh, kind of how Color Fab came to be. So um, thanks again for, for tuning in today and uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, next week's podcast. And, uh, you know, again, thank you for everyone listening. Uh, reach out and rate the podcast. Uh, if you, again, want to hear something different or you want to be a guest on the podcast too, reach out and let's chat. All right, thanks. 